What is up, everyone? This is your main man, Calvin B. from the Grownish B. Podcast. Now, have you guys ever heard of Anchor? If you haven't, it is the easy way to record and download your podcast. And guess what? It is absolutely free. There are a lot of creative tools that you can use to edit your podcast as well. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast on various platforms like Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, and more. So go ahead and download Anchor.fm on your mobile and as well as desktop to get started. Let's go ahead and get right into this week's episode. What up, what up, what up, everyone, and welcome back to the Grownish Beat Podcast. You guys already know who this is. It is your main man, your boy, your nephew, your cousin, your son, and your host, Calvin B. And I am so excited to be back on everyone's airways. I do want to go ahead and give a huge shout out to everyone who has been listening in and supporting your main man. Your boy has gained over 500 listeners. Yes, guys, 500 listeners. I am so excited and stoked about this because this is a startup podcast. It is rough around the edges, but the fact that you guys are tuning in and listening into my podcast every week is just amazing. So shout out to you guys. That is why today's episode is going to be called Listener's Choice. And what I mean by Listener's Choice is I took the Twitter Instagram and Snapchat, and I asked you guys, what questions do you want to ask me? What are some things that you want me to talk about? And I have gotten those questions. So we're going to go ahead and get right into it. I did pick out a few, so it is not a lot. Hopefully, I can answer most of these questions because who child, y'all was... Y'all was not playing around. Y'all was not hiding back. When I say ask me anything, y'all were asking me any and everything. Now, I do want to go ahead and say some of these are, you know, a little hard topic. Some of these are fun and then some of these are a little bit sexual. And, you know, I love my sexual questions. Um, But, you know, I put in a mixture of any and everything, especially for my viewers and my listeners. So let's go ahead and get right into these questions. Now, the first question is, how do you build confidence? Now, for me, how I build my confidence, I always think of being the best person that I can be, and as well as being a boss-ass bitch. Yes, I said it. I picture myself always being a boss-ass bitch because you can't tell me nothing. You can't tell me nothing. And that is how I build my confidence. You know, I can't just wake up and be like, "Uh, today is going to be, you know, a, a somewhat of a good day. You know, I'm going to go to work and I'm just going to chill for the day. No, I'm going to go to work. I'm going to sell the best shoes and apparel that I can. And I'm going to make myself look good because if you think about it, you never know who might come into your workspace or who might come into your personal life. Now, you can't be confident and then try to approach something or approach someone. That that's not, That's not how you get stuff. That is not how you win things. That is not how you get seen. You have to be 
confidence. And especially in the line of work that I do, I have to be confident. I have to get up and be in front of a crowd of a thousand people every other week. I have to get up and I have to perform and I have to dance in front of people every other week. I can't do that if I'm not confident, y'all. I can't do that if I'm hiding. Yeah, if you do see me, I'd be in the back. I'd be going over stuff. I'd be reviewing it. But just know once that music come on, you best to believe I am going to be dancing my heart out. You have to be confident with whatever you do. Be confident in selling them shoes. Be confident in selling that house. Be confident in speaking your mind. Be confident in whatever you do. Say to yourself, I am that person. Say to yourself, God put me on this earth for a reason. I literally get up and say to myself, I am that bitch. Even though I am a man, I will say that. I am that bitch. And just to let y'all know, I do put bad bitch in the front of it. Just to make sure I know my worth and my confidence. I am that bad bitch. I am that boss bad bitch. I am also a king. So say whatever you have to say to yourself to make yourself feel confident. Because if you don't feel confident, no one else is going gonna, is gonna to see that in you. No one else is going to see that. So that is how I build my confidence. And just, just do or say whatever makes you feel like it will make you grow and then it will happen. Okay, that is how you build confidence. Now, on to the next question. Uh, I love this one. Um what is your body count? Guys, my body count is a total of five people. Yes, five people. I have been with five people in the total of my sexual lifespan. Um, and it started actually from college. Yeah. Wait, hold on. Let me think, y'all. Go back, you know, this and that. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. So... Started back in college. That is where I actually started my, you know, being sexual with another person, you know, having sex and living my best life to the fullest. But it is a total of five people. Um, Wait, can you go back and have sex with the same person you had sex before? Does that raise your body count or is it still the same? You know what? Somebody answer that for me. Somebody DM and let me know because I feel like it, if you have sex with the same person twice or more, I feel like your body count is still going to be the same because you are sleeping with the same person over and over. Um, Let me know because if that's the case, if you get married and you're with your spouse for, let's say, 25 years, does that raise your body count every time you guys have sex? Because if that's the case, a lot of these married couples have a high body count. But for me, my total is five. Um, and I would like to stay at five. You know what? I can't stay at five because I'm single right now. So the next person I do sleep with is going to raise my body count to six. Y- y'all know what? I'm at five, y'all. 
I am at five. <laughs> I'm not trying to give y'all the rest of my life. Oh, okay. Next. What made you want to start a podcast and is it hard having one? Huh. Now that's, that's kind of a toughie because I never wanted a podcast before, to be honest. Growing up, I never listened in to a podcast. Uh, but when I moved up here to Washington, I took the train up here and it took me a total of two days from Miami. I had to drive, I had to leave Miami, drive to Orlando, and then from Orlando to Virginia, I, you know, I had to take the train. So within that two day span, I just, I put on Apple Podcasts and I just started listening into different people's podcasts just to see what was the hype about. And I like the fact that people were just able to speak their mind and say whatever they wanted to say without any judgment and opinion and speak about topics that they believe in and what they, you know, what they want to say. And I was like, this doesn't seem hard, you know, this kind of seems a little bit fun, even though you get to sit and you talk to yourself. And I truly don't have a problem with that because without a microphone in my face, I literally talk to myself 24-7. And yes, yes, I also answer my questions, y'all. And I was like, you know what? Why not make my own podcast talk about and say the things that I want to say because sometimes I'm not able to say that with my friends and family. So why not just, you know, make my own podcast? Now, going into it, it was a little bit hard because you had to make sure, you have to make sure that you know what you want to talk about on your podcast. You need to make sure you know when you want to drop your podcast podcast? Is it going to be an everyday thing? It's going to be once a week. Is it going to be a weekend thing? Is it, like how many seasons do you want your podcast to have? Then you also need to think about what platforms do you want your podcast to be on? What tools do you want your podcast to use? What, you know, what microphone sounds best for you and for your podcast? You also need to think about the editing. You need to think about the location. You need to think about, do you want to do a solo podcast? Or if you want to, you know, have more than one person on your podcast, you also need to think about the topics, what you want to talk about. Is it going to be a comedy podcast? Is it going to be a dramatic podcast? Is it going to be a, a podcast about politics, you know, or shows or lifestyle and stuff like that? And I had to sit and I had to think about what I wanted my podcast to be about. And I, you guys, I changed my podcast name like four different times. I changed the picture of the podcast four different times. I changed the name. I, you know, it was a lot of things that I had to do in order for my podcast to be successful. Yet, I mean, it's still not successful yet. But it is getting there. You also need to think about what what your target audience is. Is your is your podcast meant for you know the younger generation? Is it meant for 
the millennials isn't meant for older generation. You also need to think about that. So having a podcast <laughs> is it's easy. I won't say it's easy, but it, it is fun. It is it's fun having a podcast, but then it is also a little bit hard when it comes to the editing process and you know the marketing process and branding it and you know stuff like that. So if you guys want to make a podcast, I say go for it because you never know what could happen at the end of the day. You never know what could happen. So if you guys are you know thinking about starting a podcast, go ahead and do so. You know you you're gonna have the best time and experience ever. Just just make sure you know what your podcast is going to be about and make sure that you know what you want your podcast audience target to be. Because you just don't want to be talking and then you have like younger kids listening in and you're over here talking about sets and all that. So just make sure you know what your target audience is and what your podcast is going to be about. Next question is, what was my longest relationship? Um, I could say I, I had, I won't, okay, y'all. So as far as being with a woman, my longest relationship was, oh, I won't call it a relationship because we, we were very young. We were like middle school, middle school, going into high school. And um, we were just at that time in our lives where we was like, oh, my gosh, we will like we will see each other every single day. But then we were also text. And I'm one of those people that I hate. I hate talking on the phone. Like, I will talk on the phone if it's something very, very, very important. But I am more of a texter. Or if, if we don't even text, let's go ahead and FaceTime. That way we could see each other face to face. But you know, back then, you know, my time we did have iPhones, but it was like the iPhone 1, like the one that just came out. So, you know, we had sidekicks and razors and, you know, the flip phones and stuff. Yes, child, that was me. And y'all, I wanted a sidekick so bad. Getting off topic, back to topic. Um, She was my childhood sweetheart. And I won't say we, I won't say we actually dated. Um, But the way that our chemistry was, it felt like we were dating um, and that is from my point of view, probably from her point of view, we never dated at all, but it was the chemistry that we had that I would cherish forever because without her, I don't think I would have come to terms with who I am. And she, oh my gosh, she, she was the love of my life. She was the love of my life. Unfortunately, she and her family moved and, you know, we actually couldn't, you know, pursue anything. But she was the love of my life. So I ugh, I don't want to say her name. But then again, I feel like I should say her name. Um, Alexis, if you are listening into this podcast, you were the love of my life. Um, 
I do cherish and thank you for uh, the chemistry that we did have in middle school, even though we only saw each other at church or we would like hang out or like, yo, like we will constantly like text each other, like waking up texting, texting through the day, going to sleep texting. Like she was the, she was one person that I would actually sit on talk and talk on the phone with, even though we rarely did that because we text so much. Um, but when we did see each other, it was like we, we were connected. So Thank you uh, for being the love of my life. You still are the love of my life. And I I am so happy to where you are in your life right now with your relationship, your beautiful child. I, I'm just so happy for you. And the fact that like we barely talk now, but you still support. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now, she was my, I won't, like I said before, I won't call it a relationship, but uh, we had a chemistry, um, and that was my longest with a woman. Now, with a man, uh, my longest relationship with a man, I would say it was six months, almost to a year. That was my longest relationship with a guy. And it's crazy because I hit it. I hit it so well. Like my entire family did not know that I was dating somebody. That's crazy, y'all. That is crazy. Uh, and it's only because I'm that type of person that I'm only going to bring around somebody that I'm talking to and dating if the time is right. Because I know my family. I know my family. Like, my family would tell you straight up, nah, bruh, that, mm-mm, that is not a relationship. Like, my family won't even try to be nice and happy for you in your face. My family would be like, mm, I don't like you right in front of your face. So, I I knew it wasn't going to work out um, if I brought the person I was talking to at the time around my family. Um... But yeah, that was my longest relationship, almost a year. And I'm I'm still like proud of myself that I haven't you know introduced him to my family. Huh. Now if I did, that would have been hell, y'all. That would have been hell because I like I said I know my family, but then again, I also know the person that I was talking to. So they would have been going back and forth and it would not have ended up in a good situation. So that is the longest relationship that I have had with a woman and with the man. Oh, child, y'all. Oh, okay. The next question is, what age did I lose my virginity? Guys, I am a late bloomer. Yes, I lost my virginity. Well, Nowadays, kids be having sex at a, you know, young age, but I lost mine my freshman year of college, and it was one of my classmates. Um, I, yeah, yeah, it was one of my classmates, and that is when I knew for sure that I was, well, I am bi. But I knew for sure that I liked guys after I, 
you know, hooked up with one of my classmates. Uh, so college, and I was around 19. Yeah, 19, about to be 20. Yeah, because I, I remember after high school, I took a year off to try to work and, you know, get my 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 schooling situation, you know, figured out. Um, so I took a year off. So, yeah, it was around 19 to 20. That's when I started my freshman year. So, yeah, late bloomer. But you know what? I did it. Um, and I'm actually proud and happy that I did because I, I would have figured out, you know, what I liked if I had it. Um, but thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Next question is, what podcast do you listen to and who do you recommend? Um, I actually listen to quite a few. Um, I listen to the B. Scott um, podcast. I listen to, it's a podcast called Kiss and Tell. Um, they haven't made like any new episodes so far. Um, but if you guys, you know, want to go ahead and check it out, I suggest you do so. It's such a good podcast. Um, what else do I listen to? I listen to uh, Hella Single with Lamont Baldwin. I listen to his podcast. I listen to him podcast. Oh, that is such a good podcast. Um, that podcast is for the, you know, LGBTQ um, community. Um I listen to Rated MA podcast, another LGBTQ um, podcast. Um, I like to diverse into like different podcasts. I also listen to some, you know, famous YouTubers podcasts, you know, see what they're talking about. I also listen to like the the crime, the solving crime um, podcast. Um, because it's a, it's a lot and I can't name a few, but I think it's one that's like the last 48 hours. Um, I, I think that's the name. It's, the, it's either the last 24 hours or the last 48 hours. And it's the crime solving um, podcast. I also listen to the misunderstood souls. That's a new one that I just started listening to. Um, so go ahead and check him out. It's actually really good. Um, he just started his podcast. So go ahead and check him out. And then the last one that I listen to is Slip Talk. Um, which is another LGBTQ, LGBTQ, ooh, y'all, I done messed that up so badly. Another podcast like that, uh, which is really good. So those are the ones that I listen to now. I, I could recommend, I could recommend the Misunderstood Souls, Slit Talk, Rated MA, Him Podcast, and Hella Single, but you guys have to, you know, listen to podcasts and, you know, search through the ones that you actually like and what you are feeling. Because the podcast actually geared to who I am and what I want to talk about as well. So you just have to figure out what podcast best fits you and your needs. Have I ever been depressed before? And if so, how did I handle it? This one is kind of a hard one. Only because 
I do have some friends that have been in this state before and or who is still dealing with depression. Um, personally, I I have not been depressed, but I have had moments and times where I just wanted to to just sit in the dark, cry my eyes out, and yell at the top of my lungs. I have seen firsthand what depression can do because of one of my friends. Um, I see the stages. I see I see how they how they get in front of you and they try to make everything seem so good. They try to put on the best show that they can. So that way they won't make it obvious that they are depressed or going through or just going through the motions. But I could also see how they were also hurting themselves or either cutting themselves or, you know, you know, leaving marks on them and stuff like that. So if you guys are battling depression, it is a very serious thing. I know it's hard to talk about it, but if you if you feel like you can or if you feel like you need help or you just feel like you need someone to reach out to you, go ahead and do so. We are all here for you. Like I said before, I have not been depressed before, but I have had times where things were things were not looking up for me at one point and I was I was I was driving. I I could remember this clearly because that was the day I just wanted to end it all. I remember it it was something with happening with my with my family and I I think me and my mom got into an argument. It was something, but I knew it was something dealing with my sister. And for me, I, because I was like, I'm the second to youngest child, but I'm also the middle child. I, it all, it always felt for me, even though, even though like in actuality it wasn't, but in my head, it felt like it was always about my older brother or my uh, my older sibling or always about my younger sister. So whenever it came to me, I felt like no one actually cared about what I said or what I did to the point where it's like, you got to pick up your sister. You got to drop off your sister. You need to take your sister this place. Can you do this for me? Can you do that for me? Can you... And it was like never ending to the point. It was like, when is it going to be about me? When is someone going to come up to me and be like, hey, how's your day? Like for me, that's all I ever wanted back then. It'd be like, oh, okay, younger sister, how's your day been? This and that. Oh, let's go to the movies. Let's go get our hair done. Let you know, let's go shop. Let's just sit and talk. And then for me, it I felt like I wasn't getting that. And it got to the point that in my head a whole bunch of things were just coming up, like different scenarios was coming up. And I was just making stuff that wasn't real 
real in my head to the point where I remember I was driving. I was driving. And there is like, uh, is it? it's not Old Cutler. It's, it's a road in Miami that has a sharp turn. And I remember just going through it. And then at the same time, I was all I was also like having a huge fallout with a friend of mine. I was having a huge fallout with him and everything was just going through my mind to the point I was like, I don't want to be here anymore. I don't want to go through the motion anymore. Like it makes no sense for me to be here because I am invisible. Don't nobody see me. If I lose myself right now, no one would care. And that is where I was. I When I say I press so hard on the gas pedal till if I didn't slow down going around that curve, I could have either flipped my car over or I could have went off the bridge into the canal. And that is when I realized that I needed to start doing something else. I needed to realize I need to either get back into dancing and also, you know, talk about it. You know, I I have not told anybody that because I felt like that was something that I needed to do. But it 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 kind of felt like that was it kind of felt like that was my depression. I don't know what depression feels like, and I pray that I don't ever have to. But at that moment, that is what I felt like depression felt. That is what I felt like. Now, nowadays, you know, I I do I do sometimes feel like, oh my gosh, I can't handle things. Like when I moved up here to Washington, I literally was having the biggest panic attack and breakdown ever. Like as soon as I got up here into my studio apartment, I just turned the lights off and I just bawled out, cried, like cried, hoodie over my head, tight, crying because I was like, it was stressful to move up here. I I didn't know if my job was going to come through because at the time, I I went two weeks without working because my job didn't get my transfer through. I was like, I got to find a new job. I got to pay rent. I got to put gas in my car. I got to make sure I have food in my my place. I got to make sure, you know, I got to make sure I'm able to get to rehearsal. I got to, you know, it was a lot of things going through my mind that I just started to break down. And I was like, I can't do this. And it, it something told me you can, and it's it it was just a time for me, and now I know that I can do this. So, like I said before, I have never battled with depression before, and I pray that I don't ever have to. But if you are battling depression, we are here for you. I am here for you. You are not in this alone. Next question is, what motivates you? Um, 
I would be the boss ass bitch and be like, money motivates me, which it does, which it does, because I am currently working two jobs and I am trying to work a third for extra money. So money does motivate me. But also living a positive and healthy life. I just want to, you know, be able to build a family with someone and live a, a live a long healthy life where I'm able to see a lot of things because nowadays not everyone gets to live past 30 especially being a black person a black man at that you don't get to see that every day so that what motivates me next question is Oh, okay. Something light, something fun. Who is your favorite artist and why? I have two favorite artists. Um, The first one is Chris Brown. Um, He has been my favorite artist since the first time he came out. And little do you guys know, Chris Brown actually had like a small mixtape where he was rapping before he came out with Run It. So, if you guys do not know that, you guys do now. Um, He is one of my favorite artists. He is a very unapologetic guy. He does things, uh, but he does things in, in a way where he knows that he messed up, but then he also take ownership to what he did. Um, I know a lot of people still associate him with... You know, the whole Rihanna thing and this and that. But I I don't want to speak on it because I was not there. If I if my friends were here, they would like literally cancel me because I am still a Chris Brown fan. But you know what? Sometimes you have to separate the the man or the woman from the music. Um, but I am a huge Chris Brown fan. And my other favorite artist is Coco Jones. Now, a lot of you may know who she is. A lot of you may not know. She was on um, MBT, which is Net Spit Thing. She also starred on Disney Channel, uh, Let It Shine. She also did a few movies. Um, she is a hell of a singer. She is a hell of a singer. Um, she kind of reminds me of Jennifer Hudson. Um, but she is a hell of a singer. A lot of people are sleeping on her. And you know what? I actually kind of like that because I feel like now, not not because she's mainstream, I'm able to have her to myself. Because her last EP, every song on there matched every mood and feeling I was going through. Like, all of her songs are so freaking real till it gets you, like, I haven't been in a relationship in over six months. No. Yeah. Yeah. Six months to a year, I haven't been in a relationship. But then there were songs on there that, it's a song called Worth It, y'all. It's called Worth It. And I'm like, damn. Like, I was literally 
thinking about all the past relationships I've been in, everything that happened in the relationship to end it. Like her whole EP will have you thinking about some shit that happened in your relationship. And you'd be like, that, that, that nigga there. Like, if I, y'all go listen to her EP, type in Coco Jones, you won't be sorry. Yo, especially her song, Just My Luck. Oh, I feel like that is every black woman anthem that they need to hear. It is called Just My Luck. You guys need to listen to it. You won't be sorry. I recommend it. The next question is, can you be friends with your ex? It depends. Um, I know a lot of people will say, no, you can't be friends with your ex because of this and that and whoop-de-whoop and why would I be friends with my ex? It all depends on who the person is and how the relationship ended. I can tell you now, there are two of my exes where we we had a very, very bumpy relationship or situationship, but we we knew that we wasn't meant for each other, so we just sat talked it out and now we're actually really good friends so as far as me it yeah I feel like you can be friends with your ex but it depends on who that friend is or that ex is and how the relationship ended it all depends on how the relationship ended. Now, if it was a messy relationship and it ended horrible and they just completely did you wrong or you did that person wrong, then no, you should not be friends with your ex. But it also depends on the person and the way the relationship ended. That's all I can say. The next question is, do I have a fetish do I have a fetish? Um, I do not have a fetish at all. I don't want you tickling my feet. I don't want you biting me. I don't wait. Hold on. You could bite me, but just not like I'm food. Okay. Um, I, I don't want to be spanked. I don't want to, you know, be hollered at. I don't I do not have a fetish and I am perfectly okay with that. For the people that do have a fetish, kudos to y'all, but I can't do it. I do not have a fetish. What is my type? Whew. What is my type? So Living in Miami, I literally, as far as guys, um, well, if it's a woman, I always went for like the women who are like my height or a little bit shorter. Um, you know, just well versed, you know, just attractive. They don't have to be like pretty in the face and all that. But they just have like their personality have to be attractive. Um, as far as a guy, oh my god, it was it was just too much for me as a as a for a guy. Um, but the the type of guys that I was always attracted to and what always 
you know, attracted themselves to me that I always ended up talking to were, it was the bad boys. And when I say bad boys, I mean the dress or, you know, the waves with the tattoos and the goals and, you know, the thuggish guys who either were in jail but then got out or had like a criminal, I won't say like a criminal record, but have been in the system or the guys that have been, I won't, or the guys that were, that were damaged. And I won't, I'm the type of person that if you're damaged, that's good as long as you're fixing yourself because I'm not that person to get with a damaged person and then try to fix them up. Yeah, that is not me. That is not what I was put on this earth for. Um, but I, I always seem to date the same type of guy to the point to where it's like, damn, it's like, is this the only, you know, thing out there? And now for some reason up in Washington, the only guys that I am talking to right now and seeing, they're all in freaking fraternities. Like it's it's like every guy that I talk to up here is a frat dude. And y'all, I have so much fucking common sense, but when it comes to them, I don't know what goes on in my head. Like I have talked to a Sigma, I have talked to a Kappa, I have talked to an Omega. I I I feel like I have been through the whole damn chapter till I I, I just feel like I just been ran through. <laughs> and it, and it's crazy because I have not slept with none of them, which I am happy. But the fact that like, yeah, we done been out on days, we done hung out, you know, we we, we done kiss, you know, long makeout sessions. But it's like every time they leave, it's like, damn, it's it's the same thing over and over. So I feel like I have a certain type, um, which I know I do. It's yeah, it's it's something about some some thugs, y'all, that I like. Because even though they are thugs and this and that, and, you know, they are, you know, rough and tough and hard, deep down, they are like the biggest teddy bears and kids ever, y'all. They, You just have to get to know them. Uh, but I do think I need to branch out and see what else is out there. So, you know, I might do that. Uh, At the moment, are you looking for a relationship or nothing serious? Um, At the moment, I am looking for a relationship. Um, I am at the point in my life where I'm going to be 28 in a few more months. I have dated. I have, you know slept with this person. I have did things with this person. I am ready to settle down and be with someone that that we're going to be with forever. I am looking for my forever bay, y'all. Looking for my forever bay. So, forever bay, if you are listening, go ahead and slide into my DMs because <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, hashtag not kidding. 
Um, but yeah, I am looking for a relationship right now. I am looking to settle down with that one person. I am looking for my forever bay. So yes, I am looking for a relationship. Next question is, how do you like your new lifestyle? Um, I am loving my new lifestyle as of right now. I am, even though I am still working in retail, um, it's still with the same job. It's going on three years working for the same job, still in retail. Uh, but as far as my professional life, I am happy. Um, I have been rejected one too many times because I didn't have the body or, you know, I didn't fit the, the look. And, you know, me, all I ever wanted to do was dance. And the fact that I get to do that is a blessing. I get to do that, get paid. It, it It's a blessing. I am happy to call myself, like, I've been calling myself a professional dancer because I have book gigs, I have book shows and stuff like that. But the fact that I get to call myself a professional dancer, the fact that I get to call myself an MBA dancer, y'all, an MBA dancer, I am happy. I am happy that I get to travel, happy that I get to meet new people, you, you know, share this experience with my other fellow um, co-workers. I do say I get to live my life. I am in a new city. I'm able to experience the different seasons, you know, the the leaves falling, changing the weather, um, the weather, y'all. That is the one thing that I am not here for. I am a Miami boy. I need the heat. I'm not a fan of the cold. But you know what? Got to get used to it. Got to get used to it. Uh, but I am loving my new lifestyle. So thank you for asking. Um, next question is... Women say all men are the same. Do you agree with this saying? Um, to be honest, that one is a very mixed and hard question. Um, yes, women say all men are the same, but then women also need to realize not all men are the same. We just do the same thing. I truly don't know if I just made sense. Okay, we are not the same. We all have different traits, personalities, and views. But we might do the same shenanigans, which is something that us men need to work on. But women also need to realize as well, some women do the same thing. So before you could go and say all men are the same, you also need to realize... Some women are the same too. Granted, that's just like the saying, all men are cheaters, which is locking in every man. But in reality, most men are very loyal and faithful. You guys just had one bad experience with a guy and now all of a sudden, every guy you see, you block them off because you believe, oh, he's just going to be the same as my ex or the person that I talked to. So, all men are the same, but we, all men are different. I'm sorry. All men are different. We just so happen to do the same shit sometime. So, I don't know if that answered that question. It probably didn't. But you know what? I don't know. I'm just answering the question. Um, next question is, 
when is the right time to say I love you to someone? Personally, I cannot answer this question because I have not said that word to anyone. Um, so I don't know when it's the right time to say I love you. Um, it, I feel like it all depends on how you feel and if it's truly something you believe in. Um, like I said before, I I don't know because I have not said it to anyone. Next question is, have you ever been in a situationship? And if so, how did you handle it? Um, Um, I have been in a situationship. Um, That is how I lost one of my friends. Um, If you could call it a friendship, Um, we were still getting to know each other, but that is how I lost a potential friend. Um, We were co-workers at Nike. Um, You know, doing the usual, I think they were still coming to terms with who they were. But I knew who I was, and we would always go out to the club. We would hang out. You know, we would sit in texts and stuff like that. Um, you know, I would pick him up from work, drop him off, uh, you know, stuff like that. Um, kind of had feelings for him. Um, I don't know if he had it in return. Um, but we did... We we did not sleep with each other. We just had a nice makeout session. Um, but I think that's where things went wrong because of it. And it, it just became awkward and weird. And, you know, every time we saw each other, it was just it, it was just awkward. And then when he quit and went to another job, um, he would always come back and, you know, just stop in a store and shop. And every time... I would see him or my friends would see him. It just became awkward. Like the talks got shorter. Um, the texting became non-existing. Um, when he would come to like, because we, we also had the same friends or we knew the same people that when they would have parties, uh, we would both be there. But it's like, I'm on one side with my friends. He's on one side with his friends. And then... If we do see each other, it's a it's a hey and bye and then that's it and it 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 I tr I could say I lost a good potential friend out of it because he was a good guy he was a good guy um it we just it just became a situation ship to where it became very very awkward and as of right now. I am in another situationship with a a coworker of mine and it is just very it's very awkward. It's very awkward because I did have a little crush on him. Um but I'm the person that I learned from my previous mistakes that I won't talk or date a coworker. Um but he makes it awkward, which makes me make it awkward. And there were just two awkward people. And it's it's just a, a, a situation that I don't want to be in. So I try to take myself out of it. 
Uh, but yeah. So if you're in a situationship, try to handle it as best because I I'm not handling it the best way I can. Um, but yeah. How is my Tinder dating life going? Um it's going so so. <laughs> I have been out on a few dates. I actually been talking to this one guy that I actually do like and I actually want to further it. Um but I am still on Tinder even though I am talking to this guy, but now I'm actually on Tinder just looking to make friends now. Um I've been up in Washington for about 4 months now, going on 5. So at this point if a relationship doesn't come up yet, I just hope that I'm able to make new friends from it. So that's how Tinder is going so far. Next question is, which social media do you use the most? Um, I have Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. I do have Facebook still installed on my phone, but I do not get on Facebook like that. Um, but I am constantly, constantly on Instagram. And that's only because that is where most of my friends, my family, you know, my coworkers, you know, business, that's where everything is for me. So I am constantly on it to give updates and, you know, share and stuff like that. Um, so yeah. If you guys are tuning in, go ahead and follow your boy on Instagram. It's Calvin Brown. Ow! Go ahead and follow the podcast at Grownish B Podcast. You heard it here first. <laughs> but yes, um, that is the one social media platform that I am constantly on. I'm also on Twitter as well, but I don't rarely post like that. Um, if I do post, it's about... Um, my podcast episodes and where you could tune in and listen to. So that's usually what the Twitter is for. Um, Snapchat is just for my friends and family. And then Facebook. Um, Facebook is kind of the same as Twitter. I just use it to post my podcast stuff. And, you know, Facebook is where all my, my you know, older family if the ones that's like over in the Bahamas and stuff like that, that I can't see them, that is where they are. So, but Instagram, Instagram is where I be at, y'all. And last question, last but not least, where do I see myself in five years? Where do I see myself in five years? Um, I see myself in five years with a fabulous career of being in the professional industry, the dance industry. I see myself going strong, booking different events, touring, you know, living out my best life. Um, but I also see myself in a very, very committed relationship with the one person that I do love and trust. Um, I do see myself settling down, probably talking about a family. I see myself with a Jeep Wrangler, a Jeep Wrangler, that is my favorite car. Um, and a nice, if it's not like a nice little house, um, a condo. And then I also see myself being surrounded by friends and family who love me, 
um, surrounded by nothing but positivity and still being able to live out my dream and having the best time of my life. So that is where I do see myself in five years. Also, also in five years, I do see my podcast growing, um, being the best that it could be, possibly turning into um, either like a YouTube thing or, you know, a bigger platform, probably being on a radio shows, you know, you never know. You got to put that out in the atmosphere. So, you know what? That is where I also see myself in five years. So that is what I have for you guys in today's podcast episode. I do hope you guys enjoyed this little podcast episode today because I know that I did. I put out a few things and as well as I hope you guys like this podcast Don't forget to subscribe to it, leave a review, tell your friends and family about it. Go ahead and, you know, make the Grownish Bee podcast family big. Um, I do want to go ahead, once again, shout out to everyone who has been tuning in to my podcast morning, day, and night. Shout out to my listeners. Go ahead and binge listen to my podcast. Uh, next week podcast is going to be the season finale of season one of the Grownish Bee podcast. I am so excited. Um, I have a lot of bit things that I want to do in the new season, um, but I am just excited. So you guys were made to be real, not perfect. So stay up and stay messy. Calvin B is out. <laughs>